Hey, what's up? This is Dwayne Shoots Toys, and you're listening to Toy Photocast. We are storytellers. Greg is a toy photographer from Brooklyn, New York. He goes by the name Hiroshi Art and More on Instagram. His favorite hobbies are figure photography, collecting, gaming, shuffling, which is dancing, and teaching. His favorite movies are Hot Fuzz, 28 Days Later, the original Jumanji, Gundam, Treasure Planet, The Road to El Dorado, Deadpool, Chocolate, Eatmon, Shaolin Soccer, and Kung Fu Dunk. His favorite books are a lot of manga and books from Junji to Itsumaki, Tomi, Jayo smashed the Book of Five Rings by Musashi, Sonic, Mega Man, and currently the God of High School. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get right into this episode with Hiroshi Art and More. We're kicking off season three of Tori Photocast right now. We'll do my intro, man, and we'll get started. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on here and, and doing this thing with me, man. It really means a lot. It's an honor. I've never. If you ask me, or if I was asked like last year, if I was going to be on this, I'm like, oh, what do you mean? No, <laughs> never. I don't know what you're talking about. But it's, it's an honor for me as well. It's, it's, I'm still reeling, honestly. Man, I, it's funny because I feel the same way. Like, if you would have asked me a year ago, like, that I would be doing this, like, I probably would say the exact same thing. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, no. Like, the way that it happened was so crazy. Like, it's i don't know uh anyways uh i'll start my intro and then we'll we'll do this thing man gotcha gotcha and if you have anything that you want to add if you ever want to interrupt me feel free dude i'm pretty easy going and i do some editing like um before i post it like i do the patreon where i just throw it up there and i don't edit it Mm -hmm. but for the actual podcast that i put out on spotify and itunes that's all edited and and makes it nice and crisp oh okay i got you yeah. All right, man. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is another episode of Toy Photocast with the one, the only, Hiroshi Art and More. Dude, what is up, Greg? How are you doing? Hanging, hanging, hanging. Staying home. <laughs> Staying home. Me too, man. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate you, and uh, this is going to be fun. I know you're a, a big toy photographer, and you're really into skateboarding, a lot of things that I'm into, so it's going to be a really fun conversation. Yeah, man. More for it. Dude, so started off, how long have you been doing toy photography? Uh, so that's a little bit tricky. I know I, like my page initially started, I would say 2012-ish. Wow. That time. Because um, I had my okay. iPhone 4 and it's like, all right, I get to take photos. And of course, my first photos were trash. <laughs> I was using flash yeah. for everything. I didn't know anything. Um, but it was of um my first photo was of zero first photos were of zero and terry terry bogart so and i was around the time that i had just gotten well terry had just come out and zero was out for already like a year or some change something like that yeah so after that it was just a matter of figuring out like one not using flash anymore because i had to unlearn that but um just kind of I don't know. I guess it was just wanting to rekindle my childhood and and mm. also just see figures in a different light, like characters that we we grew up to love or even newer characters that are just really cool 
you know, we love them in a different light and see them in a different light and kind of give them life. So that's kind of where that stemmed from. And then also my love. That's for dope, games. man. <laughs> Your love for video games? My love for video games, fighting games, especially um, anything action-y, you know. Nice. Are you a PlayStation guy or Xbox? PlayStation initially. Um, nice. PlayStation and Sega. Very much loyal. Sega? Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog was That's the first up. game series that I ever played. Um, and it was Sonic and Street Fighter. I will say that. And then Streets of Rage. So all in that vein. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So who is some of your biggest inspirations for toy photography? Ooh, that's a that's a lot. Um <laughs> I yeah. so of course it's D. Like D is like the first person I, I could immediately point to. Um but then it's a it's a lot of like my friends that I've actually met. So there's oh man, I gotta I gotta like actually scroll a little bit, hold on. <laughs> No, you're good, man. I always I end up drawing a blank through that. But I got to shout out Darth Dundada because even though I don't know how long he's been following me, but I know that when we actually had conversation and connected and, and I've always like kind of seen his stuff, but never really saw yeah. it, if that makes sense. Um, then there. Oh, man. Of course, like some of the big names. So I know um, Jay Hernandez, um, the one cam. He's yeah. I've actually been getting into a lot of conversation with him through um, just doing hilarious stories because turns out we're both fools. So <laughs> very much, very much. Like He's that. crazy. Yeah. Um, oh man, I, I'm drawing a blank. There's so many people I'm, I just look up to. Um, oh, Toy Fighter Turbo. Um, oh, man. Articulated Ninja, who I'm always, like, going back to with um, the skateboard photos because we were in communication yeah. with that. NYC Toy Life. Um, Bowser Flatliner, who actually was one of the first people to really push me to use, like, just balance, just pure balance. Um because he doesn't use stands at all, like whatsoever. You will not ever right. see a stand in any of his poses. So all of all the things he does is just practical. And it, sitting with him, the many times that I have, he would just be like, "Look, just pose it, just go, put it together. If you want you want that punch to look real, you got to do it." I was like, oh, "Oh, okay." And then practice making perfect, you know. And that's awesome, dude. It's uh, Yujiro, good friend of mine. There's this, it's a long list. <laughs> Metallic. Do you feel like they kind of in, like inspire some of your work and like they kind of have a little bit of that, their flair and their and their attitude in your work? Uh, I would say, yeah, then also no, because I have to go and bring in my own kind of feel to it. Um, yeah, like I may have picked up a lot of things from them and like along the way. Um, and we've definitely like shared, um, different things to help each other out, but it always came down to your shots have to be yours. It always came down to that. 
Sorry, you cut out in that last one. What would you say? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I said it always came down to like your shots having to be your own, just stylistically. Gotcha. Nice. How do you feel like your photos have changed since you first started out, man? Ooh, they've gotten a lot more dynamic. There's zero flash. I promise you. Because <laughs> I used to be so yeah. bad with that. Um, but also, I think a lot of it, I really paid more attention to how actions played out. Because I do, like, I am a teacher. So I did teach for a, a, a good a good bit, a few years, uh, stop animation. And I also taught art. So drawing um, in the anime style. So... I would really pay attention to anatomy and also with me loving action and, and action movies, I would always kind of just be, of course, enthralled by just how fight scenes happen. Yeah. So that kind of stemmed into, okay, now I have all these figures. How am I going to make things happen and not just have it happen, but make it seem even as, as fake as it's going to be, because we know these things aren't actually happening, but how real could I make it look? Nice. So that was always the the real trick behind it. Cause Do you feel like you enjoy it more now than you did when you first started? I, I would say, yeah. I've definitely gotten a lot more hungry to take more photos, especially with what I have now versus what I had then. And as much as I still wanted to then, I just knew there was things I didn't know. And now that I know gotcha. more, I'm able to do more and um, just deliver more of the content that I feel should be presented, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Do you approach it like for the process? Are you more what I mean is like, are you doing this for the art? Like, are you just trying to do it to make things to post? Or are you actually how do you do toy photography? Is it something like, will you take like a bunch of shots and then just never post it? Like what is your kind of mindset with it? Mm, okay. So what I typically do, excuse me, what I typically do is I'll have, I'll have an idea. So be it for a story, like the many stories that I've been working on or just a one or two series, um, series of shots, I would have an idea and then how I want it to happen. So it's kind of, okay. I got my my beginning and then my end. How am I going to meet in the middle and figure that out? So I'll like say I'll take uh, I'll take like my Nazokuma and be like, all right, he's got to fight three jackals. How do I want that to happen? And I kind of just feel out mm -hmm. as I'm going and kind of feel out like the flow of how the action's going to go. And I'll take a bunch of photos. But it'll always be of something that I want to happen. The thing that I might change up is like the angle or like the lighting. Nice. But it'll always be of something that I want to have happen. Gotcha. Do you keep like a notebook or like how do you keep all your ideas down? Like whenever you're coming up with stuff? Honestly, I, I, I don't really write things down. And that sounds pretty bad. Um, but I'll usually kind of go with it like okay this is my idea now always kind of remember my ideas but i may not remember exactly how i did them but i'll always kind of go back and forth like okay if i want excuse me if i want something with balance how am i going to do it because that can also change but i know the end goal is like i want something that's really really tough to do 
but look believable. And then I'll either accomplish it or if I'm having trouble with it, I'll, I'll put it down and come back. But I'll know like within my workspace, I left those characters there on purpose. Gotcha. So I kind of fit. What is some, if that makes sense. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't catch that last thing. I've interrupted. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I I usually just will leave, um, physical reminders. So like, I'll just leave whatever I was working on. I'll just leave those figures there if I'm stuck or if I can't seem to get it in that moment. And when I come back, it's like, oh, yeah, I was working on them. Oh, yeah, I was doing this. And then I'll just kind of pick up where I left off. That's smart. That's a good idea. Um, Do you try to, like, do new things when you're doing toy photography? Or is there, are you, do you ever, like, try to, like, recreate any, like, scenes in movies? Or what is your kind of, like, the way that you do toy photos? Is it something completely new? It may not be always like entirely new i think it's more so what i end up doing that is new is how tough the pose might be um and i may not i don't really go for like recreations of like certain scenes in movies but i will do like like if it's an action movie like with it man i want to get like and i'm still trying to study on how to do this properly just to make sure i'm doing it right but the um the rapid punches yeah trying to catch that but as a still is tough because it's a it's something that requires so much motion but trying to get it so that you know just from how one person one character is punching another that oh those are the, that's the machine gun punches like you know that's that's what's happening um and then doing that without the use of like effects or using things like photoshop to kind of have like other fists going on around it because if you're looking at it as like a still like if you froze the movie you're not going to see other hands. You're just going to see that action stop. Or in real time, if you were right. to freeze it, or if you take a picture of it, it's just going to be stopped. But you're not going to see other hands. So I'm kind of thinking about it in that way, but still give the weight of like what's going on. So that would be, I, guess, I would say, my the newer approaches to things. Because I could always do like a picture of somebody throwing a punch or a kick. And that's been practiced, I don't know how many times over. But... How do you do, say, a jumping kick to like three people at the same time? Like you got it. If you figure that out, let me know. <laughs> it, I've it, I've done it before. In fact, I did it with my Mazokuma. Um, it was like a fire kick with like three different jackals, and this is when well, like before the lockdown, and um, he did like a fire kick, and he balanced on he balanced with all three of them while still delivering the kick. Yeah, and it's it's just a matter of like finagling it to get what you want without losing the goal and how it's like oh he's doing this and this is happening and we see the motion happening you don't want to lose that right hmm yeah man that's that is something that I have no idea how to do and that's really interesting I it kind of like makes me think about like when people use cutouts, like they'll use like something of a comic and they'll like really sell the image where they're like putting the, like a rapid kick or a punch and they'll, they'll use like a cutout of a comic and they'll like kind of, you know what I'm talking about? Like when they'll, I've seen people do that, but I don't know how to actually do that with a figure other than like having multiple arms or I don't know. That'd be crazy. It's really interesting. If it's, 
I mean, if it's a single punch, if it's, it, well, rather, if it's, like, multiple, like, rapid things happening, if it's not, like, an effect that would come with a figure, and believe me, I, I will, I'm all for if you buy a figure and it comes with effects, use those, use those effects for any and everything. <laughs> There's no rule. Yeah. Um, like, I have Chun-Li, both the Storm Collectibles and the, um, the figure arts one, and I've used the Storm Collectibles effect more than if than the figure arts one just because well it holds together better but it still gives that effect of like she's doing her you know rapid kicks oh yeah you could do that um you could also um and I haven't necessarily tried it yet but if you have um even if you use like paper like say yellow paper you cut out make it kind of small but if it's somebody that's doing like rapid punches and you have, I guess, the opponent or whoever's getting, whoever's taking the hits, you kind of like sticky tack those yellow pieces on them. And it kind of sells the idea a little bit. Okay. So it's kind of one way to kind of gotcha. meet in the middle, you know? Yeah. So I'm curious, man, what kind of camera are you using? What kind of lights are you using? Do you have dioramas that you use? Let everybody know what. Uh, equipment that you have so they can check it out if they want to pick it up okay so i'm using a uh, nikon uh, 3400 um and this was actually i would guess uh i want to say a late birthday gift kind of sort of from a a good friend of mine because he upgraded his camera he was like i'll sell this to you it's like fine you gotta tell me no more because it's the only digital camera i have and it's the first one i ever got ever got Um, awesome it's that and then as far as lamps go or lighting goes, I really went, I would say the cheap route because I have, I have a lamp that has three settings and the, um, the bendable, um, necks. And I also have a secondary lamp that's initially from my job. So that, that never happened. Um, and, um, it's all, let me see. This lamp has, well, it's just the one, it's a white light that's in this one. And um, the three, the three pronged, or the three necked lamp has um, three different bulbs in it. No, two are the same, sorry. And one is different. I got to change them, actually. Um, and then the last light that I have, which I do plan on getting more, is a, um, it's an artist light box that has the um, the pure white light that comes out of it. Nice. <clears throat> and that light box you can actually find on Amazon for relative, like, very, very affordable. And it's USB powered, so there's no batteries, nothing like that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I, I have something very similar to that. Do you plan on uh, upgrading your equipment at all, or do you feel like you are, – are you happy with the, the stuff that you have? How do you feel like you are doing with it? I'm happy with, like, my lighting I do want to change a couple things though. I do want to get like, I I do want to test out a Loom Cube just to try, and see how that works. Because what my um my light box well it's more of like a light plate. It's really really thin. It's really good. Um, with that I can kind of move it wherever I need to, within the um the dioramas that I use, which is mainly extreme sets. I didn't answer that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's mainly extreme sets. Um, yeah. that I use and if I'm not outdoors um, but yeah with um, I'm usually using these the the light box that I have and if it's not that 
then it's the lamps. I wish I do want to try and use a um use a loom cube because I've been seeing some great things come out of them. I do want to try and get different colored lights just to kind of play around with that. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I think I haven't done yet is kind of just use a flashlight. Um, just to play around because I haven't done that yet. I do want to test it. I definitely recommend Loom. Uh, can't talk. I definitely recommend Loom Cube. I won one a long time ago in a giveaway, and I love it. I'm gonna get some more soon. Okay. They make really nice stuff, man. They're expensive, but they definitely are worth the money. Um, especially being like indestructible. Like if you you don't have to worry about destroying it at all. You drop it, or if you step on it, or if you're you drive over it, it's pretty much indestructible. Wow. So. It was built like a Nokia, yeah. basically. <laughs> it's it's indestructible, man. And uh, all the clip-on attachments are super easy to use. They're all magnetic. Um, yeah, they're expensive. That's why, I mean, that's why they cost what they do is, like, they're just really nice equipment. Um, but, yeah, like, using flashlights, I definitely recommend that. It's a lot of fun if you want, like, some extra light. Mm. I have a couple of flashlights I use, too. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I bought a... I bought a, like, you know, those little like light boxes that you can put like letters in and like make little messages. Oh yeah. Um, I bought one of those and it had like a really nice soft white, like look to it. Mm. And I use that a lot. Um, I used that in a spike Spiegel shot I did recently and kind of like put it in black and white. And that's something I really like using I too. I so that shot now thinking about it. It's really nice, man. Like it was like on clearance at Walmart for like a dollar, and it it, yeah, it's really nice. Great for uh, using. The, I've used that a lot in a lot of different shots, just for a little tiny bit of touch of light if you need something on the character's face or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, dude, I I love lighting. I'm I'm always curious to see what people are using. Yeah, I need to. That's one thing I've been like when I got my uh, my light board light box whichever it, it goes by both names <laughs> i'm always switching up but um when i got that initially i was definitely using that to just play around with lights because it has um it has three settings on it so it goes softer mm. to, to um to harder light and i don't know if you saw my story recently but when i had um uh one of my custom characters sitting in front of it it just works and a lot of a lot of the photos that i just have with like the white light behind the character it's just that box just that that board and it's real it's it's not really big either it seems like it is but it's really not yeah i i definitely uh did not see that so i'm not sure which one you're talking about oh, um, okay I'm trying to think what's the one that you that you have with the 1000 toys dante with that behind it what is that that's this that's the same board that's the thing that's the, yep where it's just white light behind him i lost you man you there yeah yeah i'm still here i'm still here. i'm sorry i didn't hear the last thing you cut out oh my bad if it's just the if it's the photo with just the white light behind dante that's the that's the board okay nice that's awesome man yeah it looks really good i think that's something that like for me, I, gosh, I was going to say something. I can't remember what it was. It's okay. Um, Oh, I know what it was. I, I was going to, I really want to pick up some of those Amazon light boxes that people use for like makeup and studio lighting. Oh. Like 
you can pretty much use that to create like daylight in, in like a in a room like in a, a bedroom setting i, I want to pick up some of those and they're like 40 or 50 bucks for like it's got like the stand it's got like a big humongous light box for two of them and i saw one at my friend's house the other day and i was like man that looks so good like and they they're just using it for makeup and i was like i, I definitely could use that yeah for toys yeah. <laughs> honestly if it if it's something that you can use and you see a use in it by all means <laughs> It, it just it broadened your horizons that much more. Yeah. I got to pick some of those up. So what is your favorite line of figures and why? Ooh, see, I've, I've actually been in conversation with this with a few people recently, and I'm still kind of like stuck. It's I'm kind of torn because it's either. Hmm. Can I limit it to three at least? <laughs> sure, man. Yeah. Okay. So. We've got Rebel Tech easily because they have dynamic, just dy dynamic figures across the board. Um, even if there's okay. ones with issues, um, you can kind of fix it because I, ha I have um, the Marvel, the Rebel Tech uh, Psylocke. And the same thing happened with my Gambit too, where their faces would just kind of flop off, but it's easy fix. I've heard that. Yeah. I I just sticky tack, slapped it in there. It was good. No issues. Um, and that's for both of them. No problem whatsoever after that. Um, and then second line would have to be Storm Collectibles. Because I just... They have the character likeness down to a T. Um, yeah. The only issue I would say with them is is within the Street Fighter line because some of their they're they're built like they're drawn, which is great, but their articulation gets handled gets hindered because of them being so bulky. So mm. it's a trade off, but I'm still trying to figure out a workaround for all of that. Like they're still fun. I still enjoy them very, very much. But um it's definitely I have to put them up there too. And the last one I would I've grown to really fall in love with Mezco. Like very, very nice. much so. And it's it might be partial bias because of <laughs> custom work that I've done with um, my custom characters. Um but it's I really I really dig the soft goods and the articulation that comes with them. And Me too, man. It, it's it's I love how open I can be with the figure. Like I can kind of just do whatever I want and still be, still be satisfied with it. Yeah. Those Gomez figures, man, I, I wish they would make like, like just a whole bunch of army builders for those, for that character and that like whole universe of characters. Like, Oh yeah, man, that is something I feel like they could capitalize on they could. and they should. They sh yes, exactly. I was, so recently D was doing a live and he was initially doing like posing stuff, but his lives always end up being a Q and a. <laughs> so yeah. he, um, I just kind of thought like I was messing around with them. Cause I have my custom characters, um, namely, you know, Nazokuma, Bruno. And then recently I just made Rook cause I'm doing a story with them. And I was looking like, look, staring at them. And I recently got Gomez from D and it's like, we don't have, a female Gomez or female counterpart to Gomez. We kind of need that. 
That's true. Be really like, you're not gonna have a group of dudes and like not have a female counterpart to kind of like balance how things happen with these characters. I've never thought about that. Yeah, it's, that is true. So it it's, and I brought I said that in the live, and he was like, "That's actually a good idea." I was like, "We need this." <laughs> <laughs> really because all... did you did you pre-order the baron bens i did not um only because i'm not too sure if i really want him um i do i do like i like what he comes with and i like the fact that he's like this submariner kind of big boss character that's the kind of vibe i get from him but i don't know i'm not really i don't know I guess I was, I'm not I'm not drawn to him at first. I probably have to see him face to face, kind of like how I was with um when I first saw Gomez up close in person. I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. I like this. I kind of need this now. I was the same way with Gomez. I I did not understand it. I didn't like it. I I didn't even understand that that was the mascot for like the company. But like after I got the first one, I, I think the first one I got was the Agent Gomez, mm. and then. I was like, what is this? This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then I got Street Gomez and I was like, it, it was even better. And then I've got a, I don't have the, which one is I don't have? I don't have the, the stealth. I don't have the, the samurai, the lone roach mm. or what's the other one? The ninjas, the ones that are super rare. Oh, the assassin. Um, right. Yeah. Um, but I did get Baron Benz and I'm very excited for Baron Benz. Hmm. That's cool. See, I still need the I just uh, I need the other version of I just love the whole nautical vibe, man. Like I just love that that whole look. I love like underwater mystery and, and intrigue and like he just looks so cool, man. I, I can't wait to start making dioramas like centered around him because I'm I'm gonna go all out on that. Yeah go for it man you know i'm looking for it because like i i feel the same way it's just i don't know i feel like i need to get him in hand to be like how does he move like how would i move him and if i'm sold on it then then i'm like all right (laughs) you know yeah there was three photos for me that uh d posted and that uh well the ones that they solicited for the pre-order that really sold me the one when he's pulling the chain like towards you like he's got oh, like the anchor yeah. hooker that one sold me and then there was another one when he was like hanging on to like the treasure chest and he was like kind of like looked like the current was taking him away and he had the alternate head sculpt on yeah. i was like yeah yeah i gotta i gotta have that and then it doesn't really bother me that he doesn't have light up uh head sculpt because that kind of hinders articulation oh yeah um but i'm I'm really looking forward. I haven't been this excited about a figure in a long time, and I don't even understand why. <laughs> What's up, storytellers? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Toy Photocast with Hiroshi Art and More. If you are looking for a great place to be able to check in for news, reviews, and all of the above, you got to check out X Clue Magazine. They just dropped their first issue and it is free to download. It's an amazing place to keep up with everything from collecting pop culture to photography, all the above. It's a great place. XCluemagazine.com. Check them out and tell them we sent you.
but but I am. I'm super stoked. Nah, I hear you. I hear you. I honestly, I'm that way when it comes to because I just recently got um, Ascending Night Batman, and nice. I, I I love that Batman figure. It's really good. It it makes me actually want Sovereign Night Batman that much more, and I already wanted it. Like I was already stoked to get it, but I don't have him yet just because I have to. I gotta wait till Friday to pay for him. <laughs> but nice. I'm gonna um I'm definitely gonna get him, and then I have a custom cape coming in, so I have to put a wired cape on that Sovereign Knight Batman. I have. To. You got to. I have to. Dude, oh. that Sovereign Knight Batman, like the are you talking about the regular version? The regular version, yeah, the gray suit. Yeah, that version is perfection. Like that is like that. I feel like that is the pinnacle of Mezco action figures. Like it. It's amazing. It is so good. And the the only gripe that is fixable is that the head sculpts, like the the short eared head sculpt, has that crazy expression, and you can't do like a. You have to change out the mask, like the faceplate, if you want to do that. Oh, okay. I've seen people do it. Um, and I'm I'm probably gonna order one from Action Figure Customs on eBay. He's got some amazing head sculpts, which I have a couple of those. Um. But yeah, that's the only gripe out of, I mean, it's a minor, minor gripe, but that is, that's a flawless figure, dude. Yeah. Just incredible. And for me, it screams like, cause I loved, um, playing, um, like Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Yeah. So yeah. that Batman plus how he looks compared to like, say his animated series counterpart. It's like, it's still, it fits for all of those. And it I, does. I need that. Like, that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, like it's like the new 52 mixed with arkham mixed with a little bit of rebirth a little bit of everything yeah. like it's it's so good like i i really want to i wanted to get the tony may or i don't know how to pronounce it maybe it's tony Mai. but did you ever see him do the rebirth uh custom suit for the the sovereign body i did not i heard i heard about it though i did not get a chance to look at it though if I if I ever get to that level where I can afford to get Tony May suits, I will do that because <laughs> they are not cheap, but they are definitely worth it. Um, he did a bunch of different versions. He did like the animated series. I know uh, Richie Nose Rain has the animated series one. Yeah, and then um, Vin Faith Custom he has the animated series from Tony May. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember who has the Rebirth, but yeah, it's. That that sovereign night body is incredible, man. It's it's a masterpiece. I need to I need to finally get my hands on that. <laughs> like I've been, because I have like I've been looking at it on eBay. It's like there's like three different sellers that I'm looking at. And it's like all right, if you buy one, somebody buys it from you. I'm going to the next one and the next one because I'm, I'm. If you want to get it for a deal, go on Facebook and the Mezco the Mezco Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Like go to the sell, buy sell trade Mezco group. Okay. And if you wait, if you're patient, you can get one for like 70 shipped. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. If you're patient and like, there's always people popping up left and right with sovereign knights. And sometimes you'll see one like uh, open displayed, perfect condition, 70 shipped or 75 shipped. And like eBay is good. If you want to, if you just want a brand new figure, sometimes they'll sell them on their brand new too for 70 shipped. I've seen it, but it's just, you got to, just be patient and keep scrolling, set notifications. It's a little bit of work, but if you're willing to save, like if you want to save like 10 bucks, like that's something to think about. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. I will definitely do that. I need to get active on Facebook again anyway, because a lot of you being I'm still looking for like a Gomez bodies that not even complete just the body and maybe the hands just so I can do more custom work. Um, yeah. Articulated goat who I recently ordered an alien head from because his work is good. It's so good. Um, I he told me to go on Facebook and look at the Mezco toy crew. So I was like, all right, I need to definitely just get up on that finally yeah there's good deals man people are offloading stuff all the time and they're usually a lot cheaper than the ebay prices mm. um because everyone pretty much knows like the value there like everybody in that group is very active and the mezco groups are like if you post something kind of crazy price people people will call you out real quick <laughs> as, they but, should. Uh, as they should nobody should be yeah. especially now <laughs> you know that's happened way exactly. too often. Way, way. Yeah. Uh, let's see where are we at. Let's see. Do you have any moments in your in your journey as a toy photographer? I love to call pinch me moments um, that you want to give a shout out to. So we'll start with this because <laughs> this is definitely one of them. Um, because I totally still still reeling, even though it's happening now. Still reeling. Um. <laughs> I would say when I, I guess I initially met D and um, just all the friends that I made, um, I guess through him, uh, then I would say when I officially got cool with um, Bowser Flatliner, um, when recently um, being part of Fig Mob, that had no idea. I had no idea that I was looked at in that light. Um, Pariahs of the unit of the multiverse. Uh, they recently, like we had, we've had conversations and they were just like, yo, we really like your stuff. It's like, this is what is happening. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very humble. So it's like when something like this happens, it's like, all right, I don't, what did I do <laughs> to get to this? Um, and then I guess it was, it's really, one. well, oh, years ago. This is when I still was on my iPhone 4S <laughs> and, and before Instagram changed. Um, there's a customizer known as um, Jin Saltome. I He followed me and it's like, wh- how did that happen? Because I initially saw him through, uh, I don't even know if people use this site anymore called Figure Realm. I think so. I th- that sounds familiar. Where people will put up a lot of uh, custom work, like custom figures, and they will. I initially started with like the Sonic the Hedgehog customs because I was trying to get into that, and it worked out. I, I made one character at least, <laughs> and was just following through to just get inspired by all these other different customizers and the process that they had put up as far as tools you can use and supplies that you can use, but then. I came across Jin Saltome's stuff and it's like, oh, this is very detailed. And the way he did his tutorials were very, very helpful. Um, even if I didn't use all the things that were in his tutorial, but it was like the stepping stone to kind of push me in the right direction for when I wanted to. Nice. And um, yeah, like after that, I found him through Instagram. He just popped up and then 
followed him and about say i don't know maybe a month or two later he followed me and i said whoa all right <laughs> like this this happened like i still have the screenshot that's crazy dude <laughs> isn't it weird to like think how like social media can connect you with people that's wild it's that you may have never connected with before yeah for sure like um because i dance as well even though i'm in haven't had a chance to really do so. Um, shameless plug, shout out to New Empire Shufflers. Um, <laughs> I um, like I've been part of them for a long time, but we, I initially like if you're not meeting people through face to face interactions, or in my case with that, it was like through dance. Then it was through online and through posting videos, and then for me also my toy photos too, because it's like you dance and you do this too. It's like yeah, kind of, I'm all over, all over the place. You know. You've posted a couple of your dance videos, right? Yeah, I just haven't in a very long time because I just haven't had a chance to actually go out and like dance because adulting, sadly. And um, you know, working full time, even even at home, and especially now with the quarantine, I'm definitely not trying to dance outside and get sick. But um when whenever I can, and if I had the battery life, because my phones always like to die when I'm out um i'll post up should somebody record it but then also on on their page you'll find uh videos of me and like everybody else that's on the team um very much people that i'm close to so who's your favorite dance group like like the mainstream dance group Ah, uh, i don't even know if i really have i mean i know well within hmm it's kind of tough because i haven't really necessarily followed teams except for like um sofla shufflers who shout out to them because they're 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 really cool people they're really cool people um like we met up i officially met them face to face uh at a i think it was izu initially electric zoo here which was the festival that's here and um always just warm welcomes all around um after that it's more individuals i know i guess mainstream wise Jabberwockies, La Twins, because as much as I'm I'm a shuffler, they're very much not shufflers, but it's still crazy to see what they do. Like the skill is unparalleled. Yeah, they're so technical. Oh. It's crazy. And it's like I try to bring that kind of similar technicalities to to my style, you know, and it works because that's that's where I get my musicality from, but. Of course, theirs is on a whole different caliber. It's a different style in general, too. So it's a matter of just kind of mixing in what they're hitting to what I can do, you know. Gotcha. What do you think of the Kinjas? I, I've seen them before, and I, I immediately thought they were amazing. But I just couldn't. I, I guess I kind of fell off because I really wasn't following a lot of mainstream dancers. Gotcha. Um nothing against them like they're amazing i love them for that but i just haven't really i've been mainly trying to like boost up my close friends and my local friends because i haven't either i don't see them and that's the only way i can see them at least especially going through what's happening now um but i know that they they'll either reference them or they'll look at videos of them too so like for me, I, I'm not actually into dancing, but I love watching dancing mm. and I love watching all the major competitions. Like I watch uh, AC, what is it? Not AC, um, the eight, 
oh well, what is it called uh abdc and then watching uh america's best dance crew watching uh world of dance that's a good one um and then i saw i saw that's how i was introduced to kinjas but if you want inspiration like youtube uh the kinjas dojo and they have a lot of people that are like up and comers and just different artists that get on there and dance and um it's so good man like they just are next level like with their choreography and their videography they're they're so much fun to watch man i used to dance in school but i haven't danced in a long time <laughs> pretty sure you still got it i i've got some moves but i know that if i if i went for it it might be it might be a little rusty yep. but that's cool man really? i i love talking to dancers like i i haven't actually like made a friend yet that's an actual dancer so that's kind of cool yeah, always always i mean i'm always trying to like bring that into at least the musical sense to my photos and my figure work too yeah so like recently recent stories i was just like goofing off with again going back to like what i said with um with the one cam uh because there's this mashup i'm always looking for like hilarious mashups and i guess kind of sort of like shit posting uh mashup songs <laughs> but they're yeah. funny but they're enjoyable and oftentimes it's like oh i didn't know these th these things would go together so it's a remix of like ah, i forget the, the stage in parappa the rapper 2 but it's a mixture of that and like biggie smalls it's like wh why are these together <laughs> but it works and it, it, it sounds good and it's hilarious because it's parappa the rapper of all things do you do any like sampling or DJing? I don't, but I do have a serious collection of music. That's awesome. I was told to get into it though. Nice. Like, like my girlfriend was telling me for the longest time, like you should probably like maybe consider it. It's like, ah, uh -huh, maybe, maybe we'll see. It is definitely a rabbit hole. Like music is something that I, I think all of us love that, it's it's so universal and so much fun and i love the fact that you incorporate that into your photos man it's so cool yeah yeah thank you thank you like if, if a lot of my behind the scenes whenever i do a behind the scenes i'm always listening to music some way somehow you and bobasaurus huh he's always got uh han zimmer on in the background oh yeah 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 he uh <laughs> i um i think we talked about that briefly I know, I know it was brought up recently, um, but I've just been, I've been also noticing a lot of his shots too. They're amazing. Now that you bring them up. Um, but yeah, like I'm always into house music, um, Jersey club, uh, video game OSTs, <laughs> um, J pop songs, all in that, all in that vein. And also, oh, vaporwave you know future funk all that stuff for sure yeah well man do you have any tips for people out there like trying to stay positive in this craziness like do you have any any advice so in terms of like just figure photography or in general i mean just in general and also like with the current situation in the world uh, so with what's happening now it's really important to just not forget why you do what you do. And then like the, like not 
not forgetting why you do it, but then also remembering what brought you to it. You know, that's that's something that's always kept me going through all of this stuff because I'm stuck in a house, you know, 95 percent of the time now. Whereas initially I was always going out, you know, working at the school um, that I teach at. And then also, excuse me, the after school program that I would um, be working at. And if I'm not hanging out with friends, like I would end up being home after all that stuff is done. But here it is now Mm. I'm home more so than not. And I have more time to kind of just create stuff. So as much as it sucks that we are home so often this is also ample time to kind of be creative about stuff and kind of think outside the box and again just remember what brought you to this point and what you can do to keep going forward from this point you know because i can take a million and one pictures of the same thing and just never progress but i know i want to get better so you just gotta keep thinking about different things and just trying stuff too. Even though USPS kind of sucks right now and everything's going slow, you'll still get it. Just try, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And above all else, just be kind to one another. Because I've been seeing a lot of negativity here and there. Not so much in the toy community. Um, I know it's happened to a few friends of mine, but not as it, it hasn't been as prevalent, I would say. Or at least it hasn't hit me. So I don't want to sound blind, but I know it's there like it is in any community. It's just, yeah. you know, making sure that if at all or whenever something is going on, be it good or bad, that, you know, you're the, you're a person that's, you know, bringing forth the positivity. Awesome, man. Some good tips, man. I feel like I feel like that's something that we all need to focus on is just kindness and remembering why we do what we do and just uh keeping that in your forefront of your mind and not really getting overwhelmed with all the news like just yeah enjoy enjoy like the moments you got in in the house because you know when things go back to normal like you know you're gonna have to go back to the regular grind and it's gonna be these moments you know where you can really kind of do some hopefully do some like self-reflection and like just think about like what you want to do with your life and like where you are the like why you are who you are and those kind of things. Like, I mean, it's really good moments. Like it's not a lot of stuff that a lot of people want to do, right. but since you're here, you might as well do. Yeah. You have the opportunity to, so just go ahead and take the opportunity because it's not going to hurt you any. If anything, if you do make a mistake, you're just going to learn from it and be better from it, you know? Yeah. So for sure. But then also just don't be afraid to be silly because a lot of people take things way too serious. You know, you got to put, put some silly music on, do it, make an ass out of yourself, but just do it in a positive light. That's the, that's where all of that comes from, you know. Got to spread that joy, man. Oh, got yeah. to. If you can, if you well, dude. inspire and like, if you manage to inspire and just like make somebody laugh or smile or something like that, you're doing something good. That's the most I could ever ask for from anybody. Definitely, man. Couldn't set it better myself. Do you have any tips for people just wanting to start out in toy photography? Um, yeah, if you, okay. So with how things are now, honestly, this is, and I'm pretty sure I've heard D say this many times 
because um I was recently watching a video <laughs> of him saying that like this is like a great time for figure collectors and toy photographers. Like this is a this is a very like great time for it because we have so much to our disposal. So you can take um a cheap figure and make it look really, really nice. It doesn't have to be just that cheapo figure that you found in like a 99 cent store. You can take that and make it look really nice. It doesn't have to be the most, I guess, quote unquote, professional looking photo. So long as you put your heart into it, you did something right. Um, yeah. Another major thing, do not use flash. <laughs> do not use flash. Please don't. Because, and I was actually in conversation with, um, my girlfriend and um, my friend Zeus, um, who's also on Instagram, we were talking about somebody else's photo who uses, like, they used a lot of flash. And I had actually given the same person tips. I was like, hey, don't, I wouldn't recommend you do that because the flash will wash out your colors. And it kind of gives right. an unwanted spotlight. Now, if you want, if you want to do that and it's purposeful, that's different. But it's something that you want to unlearn first to then kind of go back and be like, all right, I know how I can use this if I place it right. Good tips. Um, yeah, don't use flash. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> use flash. Like, if especially if you have, like, ambient lighting and it's good and it's decent, the flash just kind of, it subtracts it and it's, it concentrates it on where the flash is going, like, in the middle of everything. And unless that's what's wanted, I wouldn't recommend doing it. Um, and again, it's something that has to be unlearned because most commonly when you're getting into photography, you want to use flash. Like you want everything to be seen. Um, you don't want anything to be too dark. And there's a lot of fears along with, your, you know, playing with your lights and how colors are shown and action and focus. There's a lot of things that, that seems like it's overwhelming. You can literally take time and just focus on one thing for a hot minute. Even if you don't post it, you can focus on that one thing for a minute and then just kind of go through, okay. I kind of get how to focus things a little bit better. Let me try to get closer to what I want to take a photo of and make sure that comes out a little bit clearer. And once I get that done, I can kind of work on angles a little bit more. And you kind of piece these different skills together to kind of build the kind of shots that you want going forward, you know? Right. Because me starting out, I was kind of overwhelmed. Like I wanted to do everything at one time. But I didn't. I didn't know how to. The one thing we don't have to do is do everything at one time when we have when we have time. Like we don't have to be rushed. Um, nobody's saying you have to make this professional photo, but it has to be really clear and it has to be of Spider Man. He has to be hanging upside down. It's like whoa, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. Let's slow down. Let me get my posing up first. Let me practice that. Let me practice taking photos first, and then kind of work my way to that point. That's a great point, man. I really think that uh, just to reiterate what you're saying is just take step by step and let let these tools and, and these different techniques you're le learning stack. So that way you can combine them and be able to make the photos you want to make. Because a lot of times people get overwhelmed. They're like, well, I don't have this, this or the other. And it's like, well, just use what you got. And then eventually when you acquire that other thing that you need, whether it's a skill or whether it's a product or a tool, yeah. then you can implement that. Right. And it, you might as well, 
like if you're if you don't have the money to get the tech like the tools that you want to use you might as well be studying how to use them so when you do get it you're already ready so exactly. that's another another pro tip for people that are like man i just you know all i got is an iphone and i don't really i don't got everything i want to use it's like just go ahead, go ahead. and study it yeah. like just if you want to use a, a, a high-end camera like learn how to use it youtube is a great resource very much so and also you can ask other people you can ask other people there's that, the one thing that i do really appreciate about the figure community is that people will give you answers to your questions especially when you ask respectfully that that's also something that's important too you have to ask respectfully and not saying that you have to kiss somebody's ass to get good answers no what i'm saying is if these are people like anybody who you may not know, just come with respect. Because there's been plenty of times where, and as recent as I would say last month, um, somebody tried to give me pointers on how to do line work. Because it was on my um, my Power Rangers post where I had <laughs> had the Black Ranger um, go going out all out with um you know the hip hop keto, and <laughs> I had panel lined my Rangers just so that their boot detail and the other like subtle things that you don't normally see kind of just stand out. And they were telling me, Oh, Hey, you should, you should have used gray because it's not going to be a harder line. It's like, but I want the hard line. Like, I appreciate that, but that's not how you would tell me, you know, yeah. it's a matter of, it's all about respect, no matter what. And if you have a question or if you have a tip for somebody, just do it respectfully. Just say, hey, I like what you did. Maybe you could try this if you haven't thought about it. Or, hey, have you tried using great lines before? Like, that's totally different than saying you should have. It's like, whoa, you, that's not. If I if if we're all different artists here, our approaches to the same thing are going to be different. Nobody's going to go the same exact way that you did. Even if you taught somebody, they may have learned it from you, but they're not going to do it the same exact way. It's always going to be some sort of right. differential within how they do it. So there's no should have. There's here's what you may want to do or here's what you could do. But it doesn't have to be that one black and white way. There is no real one black and white way, you know? Yeah. So it's a great point, man. It's all art and it's all subjective. Yeah, exactly. And if if you don't appreciate it, then you can just move on. And there's always a way to approach someone, especially in, in this community, that's a constructive way. And if you want to help somebody and you feel like you can help them, just first of all, get to know them first yeah. before you even start giving them like tips. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah. Get to know them. You know, like I've, like I've had questions come to me and they would, they were very much like, you can tell when somebody's kind of like, I don't know if I should ask him, but I'm going to ask him. I don't know. And it's like, they, they're afraid of like offending me by asking. It's like, no, I'd rather you ask in a respectful way than to not ask and not know and then not become better with what you're trying to accomplish or to not ask and then later on be rude because you didn't know how to ask your question. You know, like, go ahead and ask. But just know that if you want to be respected, you have to give the respect back. And it has to be two ways on that, too, you know good stuff man so let everybody know where they can connect with you on social media if they don't already so you can find me for sure indefinitely on instagram uh 
at Hiroshi Art and More. That's all one word. There's no spaces in between. Um, I am on Facebook, but very loosely. So if anything, I would say just DM me about that. <laughs> um, but you will. Oh, no, you can still find me on there because I haven't deactivated it. Um, at Haru Hiroshi. H-A-R-U-H-I-R-O-S-H-I. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. I'm not really on anything else. I'm really predominantly on Instagram. Sweet. Awesome, man. And you can find me at Dagoba underscore days. You can find Toy Photocast on Instagram at Toy Photocast. You can find the feature pages I run, 112 Community and Star Wars Toy Picks, all on Instagram. And remember, we are storytellers. Get out there, tell your story, have some fun, shoot some toys, and be like Greg and just be a nice guy. Appreciate it. Appreciate the craft. And, man, thank you for coming on. I really, really enjoyed this. No problem. Glad I was here. Honestly, really, really was. means a lot. For sure, man. Anytime. Y'all have fun. Even in this trying time, have fun. Above all else, have fun. Yes, have fun. See you at the next episode, guys. Peace. Thank you guys for listening to that episode of Toy Photocast with Hiroshi Art More. I had an amazing time talking with Greg. Reach out to him on Instagram and let him know that you enjoyed his episode too. I got to give a shout out to my Patreon exclusive hardcore listeners, Stephanie Bear, Jordan Dodrill, and Scott Blind. Thank you guys for donating and supporting Toy Photocast. Also, thank you to all of the Patreon supporters. Go check it out. It's only a dollar to access the bonus episodes. we got some great content if you're really wanting to go deep with toy photography. Check it out, and we will see you at the next episode. Peace.